Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Gartrell and Tamikia White from Total Fitness Control out of downtown Decatur, Georgia. What's going on, you guys? Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hey, Alex. Doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good as well. I appreciate um, both of you joining. I know we're joining from from different locations here. We have uh, we have husband and wife talking from from separate cell phones. So I appreciate both of you, you know, squeezing some time in so we could talk. Um, but cool, cool. So before we dive more into the nitty gritty of what you have going on, how you run your facility, um, why don't you first give me a little rundown of why you guys got started in the fitness industry in the first place? Sure. So I actually started working out my senior year of college, and that eventually evolved into me competing as a bodybuilder. And I was extremely successful um, immediately. I got my pro card relatively early in the game. And then it's amazing when people see you in the gym and they see how your body transforms, they start asking questions. How can I be like you? And so that just naturally progressed into me acquiring a personal training certification. I realized that I was an absolute genius at it. <laughs> a gifted trainer. <laughs> to, to, um, I'm just kidding. But um, that just evolved into me, you know, going into personal training. And I was very successful doing that. And eventually, Garcelle and I um, learned that we both had the gift. We were dating at the time. And that was something that we always wanted to do. We said, you know what? One day we will own our own facility. We will no longer, no longer work in other people's facilities. Um, and so he and I got married in May of 2008, and we opened our facility September of 2008. So it happened relatively quickly. Awesome. That's so cool to hear that you guys uh, met, you know, through your passion and then not only stayed together, but continued that, that path, that road together, um, you know, throughout the years. Uh, but perfect. So that leads me to my next point. Why don't you give the listeners a little rundown of Total Control Fitness and the services that you guys offer? Sure. Uh, uh, total fitness control. Um, and what we offer is uh, we do group training, corporate training, a um, lot more uh, specialized workouts from you know, professional athletes to people who are just interested in losing a few pounds to rehabilitation. We kind of cover the gamut as far as, uh, as, far as personal training and, and group training goes. We um, that's our bread and butter. That's what we focus on. It's not a lot of cross training, but it's okay. us with our clients face to face, um, creating nutrition plans at home workout plans. But it is that one stop shop for the individual's fitness needs, regardless of who the individual is. That's awesome. I, I talked to, you know, a lot of gym owners, and that's something that, that I've seen across the board, um, especially with COVID. How, how facilities are, are trying to turn more into a one-stop shop and make themselves more valuable to their members, uh, offering things like nutrition and accountability. Um, so that's great that you guys are offering those different levels of service. Um, but that leads me to my next question about how many members are you currently serving right now? We're serving about 75 clients at present. Okay, okay. So you're sitting at 75 members. 
Um, I do always like to ask, is 75 members a number that you guys want to stop at? Or are you wanting to hit the gas and see some new faces? We absolutely are going to hit the gas. And the objective is to get new faces in, um, both virtually as well as in person. So we, we have found ourselves, honestly, Alex, doing a lot of virtual training, just because we have people who are seeking our high quality training from all over the country. So we have people as far west as you are, um, in the north, in the Midwest, obviously, even locally, there are some people who live locally, but it's not so accessible. It may be a 30, 45 minute drive um, so that you'd rather train virtually. And the other thing that we really pride ourselves on, Alice, is, is making sure that we do everything that we can to make it easy for the clients. So if that means, hey, I'm on vacation, but I want to train with you still, people who are coming in person, hey, let's train on vacation. Hey, I have a conference call at eight o'clock. I know I'm usually in the gym at seven. You know, can we train earlier or later via virtual? We try to do our best to accommodate our clients and meet them wherever they are. That's really smart. And the virtual training portion is something that that's been blowing up huge that within the past year or two. Um, my, me, myself, I've had virtual trainers myself and, you know, I, I pay, I'll pay them for just for the convenience of it. Right. They'll, they'll give me my grocery list, my daily meals and then my daily workouts and how to do them. Um, you know, and it, it really helps me like automate that part of my life to yeah. where I'm not having to think about, um, yeah. you know, what I'm eating daily or mm-hmm. at the, every single workout that I'm doing. Um, so that's cool to hear that you guys are pushing into the virtual world. Um, and since you are wanting to see some new faces on in both your studio as well as in the virtual side, um, what are you guys doing right now to aid that growth process? I can honestly say, I'll speak to it in part and I'll, I'll allow Gartrell to speak to the other part. But one of the things that we have learned in our time in business is how key optimization is, website optimization. And I know for most people, that sounds like that's just the side work. It really isn't because often people are using Google to find services, right? If you're looking for something locally, most people might put in Google, you know, personal training indicator, personal training in Atlanta. So ensuring that when they put in personal training in Atlanta or Decatur, we're popping up number one or number two, exactly. that's huge for us. Yes. Yeah, so that's one of the things that we're definitely doing to ensure, you know, our, our growth is optimizing our website. And I'll let Rachel speak to the rest. Yeah. And also um, leverage partners, you know, it's, uh, it's, 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 you have so many companies and businesses around you, right around you. And many times you can optimize those, your website and everything's good. And then your next door neighbor doesn't really know what you do. Mm-hmm. So you got to get out and meet some people and business owners in your vicinity, shake some hands and right. form partnerships and with, with uh, local businesses just so that they can introduce you to, uh, you know, their customer base and, and vice versa. You know, it's a, it's a partnership. So getting out and, and, and talking to existing businesses, forming relationships with them, also with new businesses that are coming in, uh, that is, is absolutely essential with that, gr- that grassroots, you know, door to door, hello, this is personal training. Is, it, the first word is personal. Yeah. And if you take that personality out of it, that, 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 you know, shake a hand, meet some people, introduce yourself, you know, it's like uh, getting a doctor. It's closer to having a doctor. You, you don't go to a trainer that you don't like. So letting people meet you and, and, and then they can come in and see what's going on. So getting in the faces of 
you know, especially for the local people, not necessarily the ones online, but definitely for the locals, having them uh, know who you are is very important. No, definitely. You know, word of mouth and, and community outreach is so huge, especially for building a strong base of members that you guys have. And it really does show, we, t- we talked about this a little before the podcast, just proof of product and proof of service that you guys offer um, and showing that, that what you are providing is, is valuable to, uh, to be able to, you know, get, get referrals in and, and go out there into the community and show what you have to offer. Um, but the one thing that I would say about you know, referrals and community outreaches, it is hard to plan, you know, a plan for growth out of that, correct? Um, so, you know, although for, let's say the month of January, you were able to get five new people in from, uh, you know, let's say referrals, um, it would be hard to plan for the coming months to, to say that you'd be able to get the same amount of members in, um, you know, for okay. February, March, April. Um, have you guys ever tried? I know you touched on Google SEO a little bit. Have you guys ever tried any paid ads like Facebook marketing or Instagram ads? Yes, in 14 years, we've done it all. I mean, we've done it all. And we, like you say, you can measure month to month, but we also measure year to year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that that is something that we can, that you know, with our longevity that we have, you know, the ability to do as well. Um, But yeah, we've done, you know, everything that you can think of. We paid for tons of ads and we, I mean, we've, we've worked with companies that no longer exist who did it, you know, (laughs) city searches and, you know, we've outlasted a lot of the uh, search engine optimization companies that we've worked with and, and, and a lot of the, Ad, you know, paper ad companies that that we've paid a lot I mean, of money to. <laughs> I, that's like the bad. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off at all, but that yeah. I totally agree with you that that's a bad thing. With with the birth of social media, is that a lot of these, um, you know, guys are that especially when it comes to the fitness industry, they're not well versed with advertising for the fitness industry, right? And and it is true, most of them survive for a couple years and then go under because they really aren't experts at what they do. Right, right. And it's not like selling a, you know, a discount on a dinner. Yeah. Like a restaurant. This <laughs> right, is, right. This is, this is different. <laughs> no, no, no. I love to hear that. I love to hear that that you pay attention to that stuff as well. Um, were you able to track like your numbers or the results that it was getting for you when you were doing, um, you know? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we were able to track all of that. You know, uh, Google Analytics did a lot of stuff for Google. Um, you know, it, those numbers weren't impressive. Right. None of them. We, I mean, and, and it's the nature of our business as well. You know, um, it's just, we just did not have a, it's, this isn't a gym membership where you go in, pay 30 bucks and walk out, you know, and do it. This is some, this is uh, instructor driven. Everything is. So um, with the paid ads, you know, minimal gains, we did, we did that. uh, Like a lot of spent a lot of money doing a lot of paid ads, probably about five years, you know, uh, where we spent money ads on uh, from, like I said, social media, um, internet ads, also magazines and, you know, right. all of this stuff we did, we've, like I said, we've done it all. So yeah, we, everything that, if you're not charting it, you don't know if it works or not. So we are very, uh, you know, uh, 
you know, really on point when it comes to, you know, charting each, not just visits to the website, but how many of those turn into actual dollars and how many dollars did they turn into? And, you know, and that's the only way to see if something has actually been really effective. Definitely, definitely. And how many clients do you think you could hypothetically handle currently right now? Um, you know, since you are wanting to see growth, what's that number that you're looking for? See, that number, is, it varies based on the rate at which we get them. When we're in that spot where, we, where we're, where, you know, we are really working, you know, we have a lot of people that are coming in that we're seeing. If we get a huge influx, which is, a, you know, it's a, it's, it's, it's a problem, but it's a manageable problem all at once it would be hard for us to handle you know right. but if if we you know obviously i was talking kind of going through some stuff 25 more customers over the right amount of time would be excellent but not necessarily all at once that right. would also that would cause a problem no there <laughs> is there is such a thing as growing too quickly right you want to right. make sure you're positioned correctly um not only staff correctly but but you don't want to water down the product that you're giving, the value right. that you're giving just by trying to pump more customers in. Um, so that's important as well. Um, now, a question that I do like to ask here, just because I think it's a good way for you guys to reflect on the past, you know, 14 years that you've been a gym owner. Um, but what was something that was easier that you thought when it came to running your business? And what was something that was more unexpected or more difficult when it came to running your gym? Um, Tamika, what would you say? I don't, Tamika, I don't know. You're muted. I apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, can you hear me now? I would I admit it myself. Um, I was saying what I have found to be very easy is that interpersonal connection that we have with our clients. Okay. That comes very natural for us. Our clients like us. They do. And like Archel stated before, people do business with people that they like. That is just a fact. And so incorporating that family environment into our business, making people feel, and excuse me if this sounds mushy, make, making people feel loved and appreciated and valued as a client, making them feel like they're actually a part of a community, that has come very easy for us. And so with that, people want to stay. In fact, Garchelle has a problem getting people to leave after their training, literally, <laughs> because the clients get to know each other, right? Um, we didn't really talk about this much. I'll, I'll speak on that just minimally. But we used to do pure personal training, meaning one-on-one, -on -one, one client, one trainer, one go. And then after we started having children, we have three, we've kind of had to pivot a little into more of a group training environment. So I don't know, anywhere from three to 10 people at once. And so because of that, people get to know each other. It's not like they're passing each other on the way out. They're training in different rooms, but at the same time, doing different things pushing each other, encouraging each other, getting to know each other. So that's definitely something that has come very easy for us, creating that environment that people want to come in and not just come, but stay in. Definitely. And that, that's how you make Oh, no, sorry. I was just going to say, that's how you make yourself stand out, right? Compared to all these big box gyms. That's what they're lacking. Um, you know, is that lack of community, the lack of making their members, their, you know, their clients feel like they actually care. Um, so that's awesome that you guys do that. And what what's more difficult? What was the more difficult thing um, that that came across to your mind about about running your gym? I I think it was um, just hiring uh, 
qualified people who yeah. show up who show up on time and, and do what they're supposed to do. That was a little more, uh, you know, something I didn't think would be any issue. You know, you pay people well, they, they come to work and eh, sometimes they don't. So yeah. <laughs> that, 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 was, uh, that was one of the things that I thought uh, gave us a little bit of a, a little more trouble than anticipated. Right, right. And, and it's always, um, you know, a fine line of, of finding people to work for you that have the same oh. energy as you, the same, mm -hmm. um, you know, passion for what you're doing for the clients yeah. that you guys have. Um, so that's always finicky as well. Um, now, yeah. tell me a little bit about your guys' sales process. So what's your process here? Let's say you get someone who's interested in, you know, total fitness control. They come in to the facility. Um, what's your process to turning them into a paid member? It's very simple, to be honest with you, Alex. Generally, we'll get an inquiry through the website via Google okay. or directly. Um, I always respond to that. I am the one who responds to that inquiry yeah. directly via email. And then I ask a very pointed question. Can you come in today or tomorrow for a consultation? So I'm using the alternative of choice clothes to get them in. Oh, today doesn't work, but tomorrow definitely does. So they come in for a face-to-face -face consultation. Now, the reason why we do that is because when people see us, they like us. When they see our facility, they like it. When they hear our, quote, sales pitch, they love it. Because we talk to them about our um, comprehensive services. And our comprehensive services is that pure, customized, tailor-made personal training. Yeah. It's a customized nutrition plan that not only meets your lifestyle and your goals, but also your palate. And we explain to them that we never prescribe things that people hate. We don't understand why personal trainers do that. It doesn't make sense to ask somebody to eat something they don't like, but okay. And then we talk to them about a, a customized cardiovascular prescription. So they love that we're a one-stop um, stop, one -stop shop. And they also love that huge accountability part. They love that we check in on them throughout the day. They love that we're checking in. Where are you? You know, we explain all of this during the consultation. So then at the end of the consult, I ask the simple alternative of choice question. Would you like to start tomorrow or the next day? And they're closed. It's a really short sales cycle. It's generally a one call close. Um, and that's it. Awesome. No, that's really cool to hear that you guys are not so against sales, right? A lot of gym owners have a bad stigma of, of being too salesy or they don't want to be too salesy, right? Um, you know, and, and I don't think it's about uh, being too salesy or pressing hard about sales, but definitely having a system in play is super important. Not only that, um, if, if your goal is really to reach out and help more people, change more lives in your community, it comes to a point where you do have to figure out a way to get members and not only, you know, get members or interested leads, but turn them into a paying member. Um, so that's cool to hear that you guys have a whole system going on. And I know you do the selling yourself, Tamikia, um, but do you want to get to a point eventually? Do you plan on getting to a point of maybe getting a sales associate in your facility? Or is that something that you want to focus on yourself? That's, that hasn't been anything to come to our mind. We have never been large enough to actually pay someone okay. to do the sales for us. Okay. Um, I believe because this is my passion. It's also a gift. I have a sales background, but I think it's just natural. I actually enjoy that part. I enjoy that people part. I mean, obviously, if we grow exponentially, I mean, exponentially, then we'll have right. to have hire someone to do that. Um, but as it stands now, it's it's a small piece. I love doing it. It's fast. It's easy for me. And it's it's people get closed. 
Um, so I don't think it's salesy, by the way. I just want to, to mention that. Um, yeah. It's not a salesy thing. Listen, people are coming to you because they have a need. You're right. not going to them. Right, They're right. coming to you. And all you're doing is you're explaining, hey, this is how I can help you. And so I always start the sales process asking questions. Hey, what brought you here? Tell me your history. What do you want to accomplish? What do you feel like you need? And then when you find out what people need, you zone in on their hot button and you can speak to that hot button truthfully, authentically, and genuinely. It's not sales. It's just presenting what you offer. And then people buy because they like what you offer. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. I love your perspective on that. Um, but awesome. So another question that I do like to ask here is if you were to have, you know, a magic wand, let's say a magic business wand, and you could have your business be in the exact position that you want it. Um, what would that look like to you guys? For me, I mean, it, it would be close to what we have. I mean, it would probably a few more corporate clients. The, the, those are, you know, like I said, it was a, what we were really trending toward before the pandemic. And, um, you know, we kind of reaching out and doing a few more things in the community. You know, that, that, that type of uh, exposure gives you opportunities to not just help uh, the individuals, but we, we can do more outreach, you know, community outreach stuff. You meet more executives, you know, you, you're able to do more fundraisers and kind of get out and not just, uh, you know, raise awareness about your facility, but just raise awareness about health and fitness in general. Mm-hmm. So that would be it. Probably, you know, uh, it, it, look, we, the, the customers come uh, the, the the clients, the personal training, um, you know, but the corporate stuff is really where you because re- like I said, it opens up a few more doors, um, you know, for us, and that would be where I would definitely want to, um, you know, fast forward things to with that magic wand. Right, 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 and, and you we'll probably you. take that magic. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, no, Alex. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, if I had that magic wand that you spoke of, I would have our facility um, full from from the morning to the evening. Um, And I would be able to transition myself more out of it and have a qualified, very reliable and loyal um, staff running, you know, consistent group training sessions um, every hour, really, every hour on the hour, probably starting at 5 a.m. all the way till 8 p.m., just having that consistency, maybe a small break in the afternoon having somebody else running that. And I don't know if you're familiar with Fitness Together, um, but our gym, I know Hayden was when I spoke with Hayden, but Fitness Together um, has various personal training rooms within a large facility. Our gym used to be a Fitness Together. So essentially you have like small gyms within a big gym. And so I would love to have personal trainers in each one of those individual rooms running a group training class every hour from 5 a.m to 8 p.m. and Garchel and I can kind of ease out a little bit and just kind of run the operations. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And I think that's every business owner's goal, right, is to eventually get to a point of, you know, some sort of freedom or be able to focus solely on the things that really move the needle forward for your business and not having to be such a necessity in the day-to-day processes. Um, But what would you guys say is the biggest bottleneck that you're facing right now from getting to that point? of, you know, increasing membership, uh, getting to a point where you could kind of take your foot off, not your foot off the gas, but take a step back from the business and, and focus on the operations. 
what would you say, Gartrell? You know, like I said, we, we, we're just in kind of volatile times. I mean, that are, you know, it's, it's very difficult to, you know, put something in place that is absolute or definite when everything changes so drastically and rapidly. And, you know, um, so it, it's the times we end, it, it's, it hinders us a lot right now. Uh, we, as far as the, uh, you know, having one or two people that we could uh, get to come in that will qualify, qualified help is something that, you know, like you don't want to grow too fast so you want to make sure there's uh some trainers that are you know and finding qualified hard-working trainers to come in it's a lot more difficult than just you know contacting a you know, placement agency or, or 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 you know just putting an ad in the paper for someone to come and you know it's not like that anymore so yeah that is you know we, that's that tightrope that we that we kind of walk when we need things to kind of line up because it's, you know, you know, a staff is so small. I would also I add to that part of um, what I believe hinders us from getting where we need to go to, to getting to where we'd like to be um, is, you know, we're a very small business. Garchel and I are currently the only trainers training our clients, but we also have three small kids, <laughs> right? You know, so three under 10. And so, our time is limited. If I could duplicate myself, um, or replicate him as well, <laughs> and just have more people there to follow up on customer inquiries and um, go out to try to find qualified personal trainers, then I think that we can move the ball a lot faster. Yeah, definitely. I just had my, my first child as well. Um, she That's is nice. 18 months. So uh, I definitely see how much time they take up, right? Thank you. Thank <laughs> yes, you. Um, and how, how, you know, if you don't optimize your own time and your own day and what, everything you have going on, they really eat away at everything you have going on. Um, so I can really relate to that as well. Um, but cool. So we know what you want for your business now, right? You guys, we know that you have a passion for helping people. You are mostly pretty much an all-in-one, one-stop shop for your members. Um, you have a lot to offer. Um, but what is it that you guys want from your business? What's like that big picture for you, that why? Yeah, I would definitely say what Garchel was speaking about, about earlier is making an impact, like making a true and lasting impact on the community. I know oftentimes when you're talking to entrepreneurs, they're very numbers driven. Um, and I can respect that. I understand that we are in business to make money, but I believe the money follows the impact. So really just making an impact on the world around us, on families, um, not just adults, but on children. Um, and even in, uh, in businesses that are around us, you know, the reason why Marta came to us initially is because the numbers um, from their insurance carrier were amazingly high in terms of heart disease and diabetes and morbid obesity and all of those things. They're like, oh my gosh, we need help. Our premiums are through the roof. And it's because people aren't working out, they're sedentary. Um, some people are just ignorant. They don't know what to do. They lack motivation. They lack enthusiasm. So just making a real lasting impact on the world, but especially our immediate world. Um, I think that is, that is our ultimate objective. That's, that's where our passion is. That's where our, where our, um, our love comes from. 
I love it. I love it, you guys. And I appreciate you once again for joining the show today. Um, but I think that's a pretty good place to start to wrap things up on this episode. Uh, but before we do sign out of here, please give a shout out to your website, your social media pages, just so the listeners could find some more info on you and your gym. Absolutely. So we are Total Fitness Control, also known as TFC, located in the heart of downtown Decatur. You can find us on Instagram at TFC underscore Decatur. That's TFC as in Total Fitness Control underscore Decatur. We would love, 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 love to have you. And you can also find us online at TotalFitnessControl.com. Yes, you guys, we got Gartrell and Tamikia White from Total Fitness Control out of downtown Decatur, Georgia. I appreciate you again. I look forward to see, look forward to seeing what you guys could accomplish down the road. Um, and as for the listeners, don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. Welcome back, guys, to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we dive in the trenches with gym owners. We talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly sides of the business of fitness. I am your host, Austin Montero. Today, we're joined by Caitlin Anderson from Powered By You Coaching in Manitoba, Canada. Caitlin, how are you doing? I'm good, Austin. Thank you for having me. You got it. Looking forward to this conversation. So thank you. Thank you for coming on, spending some time with us today. So let's dive in. So Powered By You Coaching, um, talk to us and listeners about how you knew it was the right time for you to start this business. Oh, man. Uh, it, I have a very uh, interesting backstory, actually. I started my fitness career in 2013, essentially. I got trained as a personal trainer uh, just for fun, really, uh, for my own knowledge. And in 2012, I had my first daughter. So uh, I come from a small town uh, called East Selkirk in Manitoba, Canada. And uh, there was nowhere really to be active with children. So I figured, okay, I have this certification, this qualification. So let's, let's make something happen here. Yeah. So I started a boot camp in the park back in May of 2013. And I got our local high school to volunteer some of their family study students to um, do kind of a daycare and watch the children while we did our workouts, which was really cool. So we started and like, I had no idea what I was doing and man, like it's been almost a decade already. So things have changed a lot since when I started, but uh, essentially what happened is I ran that for a few months up until the end of summer and up where we are, we get really cold winters really early. So my clients were very curious as to what we were going to do come winter time. And I said, well, I guess I'll get a building then. <laughs> 
And uh, that's what I did. I got a building and my very first uh, company was born and it was called Your Life Fitness back then. Nice. Yeah. It was very cool. Yeah. So Your Life Fitness, what size was that first building you had? So you had, you had the boot camp outside. Obviously, we're in Canada. I'm in the northeast, uh, northeastern part of the United States. So it obviously gets cold in the winter, much colder where you are than where I am. Um, so yeah, you moved into a, a space with the boot camp. So boot camp, I think the, the, the big positive is we don't need massive amounts of equipment to take up space, right? We don't need all these squat racks and pull up rigs and all these other things, big, big equipment. So just talk us through that uh, actual physical space, Kayla, and what that was like square footage wise and kind of like the vibe you had going on there. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I started off with like, cool, maybe 350 square feet. Like it was, it was a small space and we were cramming everybody like on each yeah, yoga mat yeah. and everything. Um, what was super beneficial was uh, there was a lot of, I was in like a strip mall uh, type little industrial park area, right. really grungy <laughs> garage gym type of thing with like the kids playing in a corner while we worked out. Right. It was uh yeah, it was really low class, but it was wonderful. <laughs> Everyone had a great time. Uh, what was awesome, though, was because we were in a strip mall, as other um, other businesses that were attached to us would move on, we would take over their space. So we actually ended up knocking down walls three different times to grow. Awesome. Um, yeah, to grow our space. And eventually we did convert into a strength training facility. And we were actually the very first female-led strength training facility in our city. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny you brought up like those early days, right? You have that small space. It's a little grungy. I had the same exact thing. Got the kids running around, the parents working out, just like, but you know, it's good times. And I think it's a great way to get started and kind of lead with revenue, right? As you got more members and yeah. you grew, you expand and not take a huge chunk out uh, financially right away to start. So, so that, was, that was the boot camp business into a, a full strength and conditioning business. Talk to us. Let's go now. Let's kind of skip ahead a few years um, to Powered by You Coaching, your, your new company. So let's let's talk about that and what made you start this new company. Yeah, sure. So uh, over the past few years, I've uh, upgraded my education quite a bit around the um, mindset and overall health of uh, women. I, I do train women specifically. Um, okay. And just how we kind of go through different changes and phases of, in our lives. I, I know men do as well, but my focus is women. So uh, in regards to, you know, having babies and, you know, yeah. career changes and menopause and retirement and all of these yeah, changes sure. and how we manage kind of how our body changes through that and living with those expectations that we had of ourselves back in our like 20s or when we were college athletes and that kind of yeah, stuff. Right. So. I uh, took a big, big shift after um, I closed down Your Life Fitness and shifted towards a lot of that kind of well-rounded mental health mm -hmm. atmosphere of women. And um, until, you know, lifting and strength training for women is a little bit uh, less taboo. And I mean, I know we're, we're getting there. We're getting so much better <laughs> at it. Um, I will be certainly uh, that uh, strength training advocate for women here. And um I have shifted to definitely leaning towards like small group atmosphere where women feel fully, fully comfortable. They have that one-on-one -on -one support and while still having that community atmosphere. Yep. 
So I converted my garage into a gym. My husband now no longer gets a stall for his truck. I get uh, an entire. Yeah, he goes to park outside and I run small group training sessions for women where they are essentially getting a personalized program, but in a group atmosphere. So there's, I do a max of five women at once. So they get to know each other. It's kind of their own little um, small group class. It's like that perfect combination between group fitness, personal training, and like an actual gym. So you get all that wrapped up in one. Yeah, I love it. That's awesome. That sounds really great. Um, talk to us about how do you go about, so for uh, a few things I want to ask you. One, you know, so the business is out of your home, right? Technically out of your garage. Yeah. How have you gone about marketing your business now compared to the old days um, to attract new faces, new clients to you? So what's kind of like your marketing strategy been with, with the new business? Yeah, so I've, um, I mean, I had a huge benefit to me having like my previous gym where I had over 200 members, right? So them still being on my email list, me still having connections with them. So that was definitely a huge advantage to have that um, prior to switching things over. But a disadvantage is the fact that I'm not the same as I was before. And if people come to me expecting the same situation that it was before, I don't want there to be any kind of disappointment. So yeah, a huge part of that is um, really being super transparent on social media. I am very, very active on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, you kind of got to let it all out there and be as authentic as you possibly can to reach the people that, you know, you're aiming to reach all about your target market, right? For sure. Yeah. Clarity kind of like in your messaging and your branding in uh, what you're doing. How, what's, uh, Caitlin, what's worked better for you? Facebook, Instagram, have you done any digital um, marketing, paid advertising? Have you gone down that road? Yeah, I've definitely gone down the paid advertising route. That has not been um, as beneficial for me personally. Yeah. Uh, the organic marketing through Instagram has been wonderful. Okay. Facebook is good for, I, I find that I just have different crowds on each. So I think having both platforms is super beneficial. Because uh, I have some Instagrammers who are like, no to Facebook. And some Facebookers are like, I don't understand Instagram. Yeah. And <laughs> so really? uh, it's good. I find it really good to have both of those. And I did actually end up going through a, when we transitioned into this um, business model, I did, I do a big hybrid option where people are in person. Plus I have an online um, model as well to keep them supported between our in-person training sessions. And then I also do a whole online side of things that's just online too. But um, I actually went through a business mentor when we did that transition because I'm like, I need to wrap my head around this uh, more online kind of marketing versus, you know, going for that big gym city kind of marketing. Yeah, totally different, right? Totally different approach. So um, yeah, let's, let's, let's kind of hang out here for a little bit. So um, I think it's so important to have a mentor in any line of work, especially this, right? Especially something maybe we're yep. not, we don't know enough about yet that we're still trying to learn. So like, t- yeah, talk to us, Caitlin and the listeners about like the business mentor that you, that you met, that you hired to work with you to make this kind of hybrid online model, right? Just talk to us about how that helped you and what that experience was like for you. And um, yeah, it's pretty much, let's, let's kind of talk about that for a little bit. 
Sure, sure. Yeah. So the business mentor I went through, uh, her name is Jessica Vieira, and she was located out of um, Australia originally, and uh, she's moved since then. But um, it was honestly, uh, as much as I know that who I had and she was awesome and absolutely amazing, I think if you just do your research and find yourself a mentor that resonates with you, with your personality, with your vibe, with like all that kind of stuff, you will get so much out of it. Just having someone to be accountable to, someone to bounce ideas off of is an entrepreneur in a fitness space specifically like you're you're often so solo right if oh, yeah. um you can feel very alone in regards to, okay this is my business and i have these ideas is it gonna work who else can i talk to about it because nobody else understands what's going on in my brain right now no nobody does no that's no yeah i think you hit the nail on the head like yeah like and when do we get to do this much like talk about business like with anybody near us it's like nobody does it it's like i don't know if it's a competitive thing or what but yeah, having that mentor really kind of fills that void and gives us like the thing maybe the biggest thing like you said is just the accountability piece you know like uh, making us more accountable because we are alone a lot of the time you know so yeah. it's so uh yeah so i appreciate you sharing what the mentor has done for you i think it's a super important thing i want to take a few steps back um before we go ahead caitlin and talk about organic marketing through you know through instagram through facebook um just so we're clear to listeners are you talking about posts or like reaching out through dms um what kind of yeah. marketing has, has worked for you specifically uh specifically i really utilize um reels on instagram yeah. uh just to obtain new clients or new potential clients and um just generalized posts and carousels uh stories is actually what works really well once you have your audience built up i use a lot of the interaction features in my stories and that yeah. at least gives me something to work off of when somebody's reacting to something I'm saying. Yeah. It gives me that in to respond and be like, oh, well, how is that affecting you? Or, oh, you, you mentioned that, you know, you had a shitty sleep last night. Can you tell me more about that? And then that gives me that in to be like, hey, well, maybe we can help. Like, this is what I do, that sort of thing. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, those interaction features are great, like, for, for what we're doing, right? And I, I really uh, love that you said that. And I think that's square to reach people, you know, to find like our, our audience, if you will, you know, I think that's, I think that's yeah. awesome. Now, what are the pros and cons to having the business in your garage? Um, in a, as far as like attracting people or compared to your old gym where obviously, you know, I always found like, you've been doing this a while, so, which is great. And I, you know, highly educated all, all about it. When we have an actual physical building, you kind of like this implied authority, it kind of comes with that. Right. And when I always find it maybe tougher to market if we're training in a non-traditional place, if you will. So what's your experience like from garage to gym, pros and cons of keeping your business right now out of your home? Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um, the, uh, I mean, major con, I have no foot traffic, right? So if they're not finding me online, they're not finding me, right? right? So that's what's... Uh, probably the biggest con and uh, I also live out in the country so it's not even right. like close to drive to me it's like you got to go down a back road and then turn left and then loop around the stop sign right so um so that's definitely uh one of the cons uh definite pro is I mean I have so much more flexibility when I have a 6 a.m class I don't have to be up until 5 45 <laughs> I can just Ooh, walk yeah. out the door walk right downstairs so, yeah Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that's wonderful. Um, the biggest change that I 
the reason I made this change was I had my third kid and it was like, I need to be able to be available. The reason I got into this business in the first place was because of my first daughter and having that, you know, flexibility with her. So um, making the decision to kind of do it out of my home was, it was either do it out of my home or not do it at all. And like the not do it at all wasn't an option at that point (laughs) for my sanity. Um, In regards to other pros, you know, I, I do feel like I have a little bit more control over if I want to go a different route or if I change my mind or if something's like not going exactly as I hoped it to, I don't have this like giant amount of members that I'm going to be letting down if something switches. Um, It also allows me to be quite a bit more, um, no, I don't want to say flexible, uh, my my pricing can be priced accordingly like sure. I feel like I value my time more and my clients value their time with me mainly because it's like that these are I take such a small amount of people that it's almost kind of like that elite kind of club that we have that's like no you guys come here and you get all my attention we're not fighting for squat racks we're not fighting for you know time in you know different areas we're not nervous about you know having to wait for someone to be done with their sets right yeah. so it's like no i set it up for them i make sure that there's the space is there i tell them what li- weights they should be lifting it's so individualized that it it really portrays a value in that aspect i love yeah and i appreciate you appreciate you sharing your experience with the pros and cons and yeah i agree totally with what you just said and you brought up caitlin like the the payment plan the billing with your services how do you go about doing that do you do it monthly do you do it package do you do by session do you do it another way how's it look for you yeah so I kind of set it up um I usually do package pricings of like three months at a time and I kind of play it by season and that's what I said where like I can be a little bit more flexible is okay our last round because we had to like shut down and reopen and like people had COVID. So we had to like extend things. Um, It allowed me to be like, okay, well now this session is going until April 13th. Now I'm going to need a week off. So then I'm not going to start the next one until April 25th. And we'll do an eight week one just to get us until summer starts. Right. Right. So then I'll give them what the total package price is and then they can pay in full or for a little bit more, they can pay in payments. Nice. Okay. Do most people pay in full or do they, do they break it up into payments? It's pretty 50, 50. Yeah. Really depending on the person, good, like good. people like the good discount, but at the same time, you know, splitting it up to hit the paydays works really nicely too. Of course. And what technologies um, are you using right now within the business? Obviously we talk about Facebook and Instagram, but like for billing or programming or communication with your clients, what different technologies uh, are you utilizing? Excuse me right now. Uh, so I use Trainerize is my app that uh, app platform that I use. I used to take billings through Trainerize as well, but then I got set up uh, with a really amazing accountant who works specifically with fitness businesses, and uh, so very well priced. And he has me doing everything through QuickBooks now, which um, is nice and simple and all in one spot. I do still use Stripe as well for some ease of payments, so because it's just such an easy set up for any type of recurring transactions that need to happen yeah no, that makes sense yeah train rise pretty good 
the account who, who works with the fitness business specifically, have you seen a, has that been like a massive help as opposed to using maybe other accounts, not within the fitness space, maybe helping you get breaks uh, with taxes and this sort of thing? Yeah, yeah, it's been definitely beneficial because uh, he does my bookkeeping too. And he does, it's that same deal. Like you have just that little bit of accountability to be like, yeah. ooh, okay, he's going to see if I <laughs> spent money on that. Was that necessary? Right, right, right. Maybe not. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like probably the most important, we'll say, hire or partnership that I think we can have. You know, like that, the, the money piece of it is massive. So, yeah. So, uh, do you ever think you'll go talk, talk to us about your online program, like your hybrid program, online program? Will you ever go fully online or you want to keep it like as a hybrid program where you can kind of do in person and the PT and mix it up in the small group stuff? But what is like your vision, Caitlin, with, with your with your online hybrid program right now, like for now and then for the future? So I think I'll always do in person, uh, just it feeds my soul so much, right? Yeah. And uh, it's, it's kind of like where I started. So I don't think I'll ever not do at least some version of in person training. Um, my husband keeps telling me where like that, you know, he sees in 10 years that I'll have another full brick and mortar build business. He has, he has visions for me, <laughs> which is wonderful. Uh, but I'm, I'm really loving the online space for my coaching business. So what I do in regards to for my coaching business is I do a full like, it's so hard to explain, because it's not just fitness. And it's not just nutrition, like we touch on every single aspect of your health from, you know, okay, why do you want to be healthy? Because, you know, if you don't know what that that reason is, it's so easy to stop. Right. And then we work on building up our, you know, intentional habits. I work on like relational health, like, okay, are you setting strong boundaries with the people who are being, you know, sabotaging or, you know, not purposely, you know, supporting you in the way that you need support? How do you have open conversations with people? And then obviously we touch on, you know, your, your nutrition um, aspects and, you know, getting a routine for fitness and whatnot. But I think for the actual health aspect and coaching aspect online is such a opportunity now for us to really just explode and be able to help more people in so many different ways. And there's so many different platforms out there to be able to do this in regards to making like uh, an online course versus like actual like custom coaching through trainer eyes or, you know, just different opportunities to really maximize your potential and ensure you are getting the most out of what you know you could do for other people for sure yeah i agree totally i think you hit the nail on the head like to serve more people that's the best platform to do it you know especially like with your approach with not just the working out piece but adding in all these other pieces and like you know what does it really mean to be healthy or why do you really want to be healthy you know and to go yeah. to go down the road and like you said can create courses we can do so many other things have you created any courses yet or is that something you think you're going to plan to do in the future? Yeah, no, I have a, I have a course that's, um, it's called Powered by You and uh, it's uh, almost ready. I, I've launched a version of it before, but I've made some tweaks to it in the last little bit. So uh, it's going to be launching again in a week or so. Um, that'll be my Powered by You code, uh, Powered by You course, which is a 
13-week program that literally it has a three-phase approach to it. The first phase is called AWARE. So it's all about building awareness about yourself, your needs, and your body. The second phase is called EMPOWER. So it's empowering you to make the right choices um, for yourself nutritionally and for your movement. And then the last phase, which I think is the most important phase, is called UNLEASH, which actually teaches you how to apply everything you learned for the rest of your life. So often when we jump into these programs or um, courses or, you know, these 12 weeks, something, something, yeah. it's yeah. like, okay, you're done now. And people just stop. Right. right? right. And then right. it's like, yeah, you repeat business. I'll get you back in three months. Right. But yeah. um, what I aim to do with my course is to really teach them, okay, how do we now take everything and actually maintain it and apply it in real life situations when we're going out with our buddies, when we are going on vacation, when we're, you know, like living our life because being healthy and fit doesn't have to be as hard as we've made it out to be for, you know, the past how many years, we don't have to be so strict and rigid. We just need to have those basics down and they have to be consistent. That's all. Yeah. I love it. I love the, uh, I love the factory creating course. Two questions. Um, <clears throat> One, why 13 weeks? Just curious. <laughs> uh, so it's actually, it's a, the course is 12 weeks, but I have an onboarding week, nice. which is um, just to yeah. get them used to the platform and exactly what they should be expecting. Yeah. 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 Awesome. I also have a six month version as well, which okay. I, I, I recommend the six month version, yeah. but it's a lot harder to sell six months than three months. So well, if we're coming from a business perspective, what yeah. I've found is I have a lot of clients because um, I have a course version and then I have a coaching version where they actually get one-on-one -on -one, um, coaching calls with me bi-weekly. Okay. Um, I have a lot of clients who've done my 12-week uh, coaching course and then they sign up again because yeah. it's just they you need to ingrain these habits a little bit more yeah. so once i recognized the need for that i did convert it into a six-month option and people have said that it's just been life-changing when you actually take that time to really focus on all the individual habits that you need to be kind of changing yeah that's i agree totally that was like my next question after that 13 weeks is up 12 weeks 13 weeks so people roll over you go six months any what's the plan after the six months is up kind of just repeat if possible yeah so you can repeat uh there's the option of roll into custom coaching so essentially there's a framework for this 12-week program or the six-month program depending on how you do it it's the same course between the 12 and the six months it's just spread out more in the yeah. six month um or but then after that, we can roll into custom coaching, which then instead of focusing on, okay, let's make sure you're getting enough protein and making sure you're sleeping well and make sure you're hydrated, we can then really zoom in and focus on the areas that you specifically need when you're like, you know what, I got my protein and my carbs down, no problem, but damn, I hate veggies. How can I get these more into my life, right? right. So we focus on like those individual aspects that, you know, okay. don't just happen and we can't just like, throw things at people and be like, here, eat this. And I was like, well, I eat once a day. How am I supposed to eat 30 grams of protein three times right. a day when I don't even eat three times a day? Right. right. Yeah, we can get to some, some, some really good details there uh, with our clients, with custom coaching. Caitlin, with, um, with the online piece and online clients, how has retention been and what have you done to keep people engaged longer? What's worked best? Because obviously we're not seeing each other face to face. I'm sure you're doing these coaching calls like like we're kind of doing on Zoom now, that type of setup. 
But what are best practices to keep you know clients engaged, you know, for the long run? Yeah. Um, so I have a group chat in Trainerize. So anyone who's doing any of my coaching programs can all be in this one group chat. Uh, we found that very beneficial from being separate from, say, a Facebook group, because okay. it's all people that are in some type of coaching with me. So right. they have a general idea of what I'm prescribing and what we're doing. So they kind of banter back and forth on there. I I don't participate a ton in those group chats, but I will like throw something out there just to initiate a conversation. Yeah. But um, we kind of put it out there to be pretty clear, like use this as your support network, use this as, you know, and they feel comfortable because A, it's all women, B, it's not on social media. They have no worries about it being like the stuff they share kind of going anywhere else. Right. which is nice. Uh, so that's been great. Usually my retention for clients is anywhere from, I'd say for the online ones, usually about a year, Okay. which is pretty good. I have a, a collection of on-demand videos that I have for my workouts. And then I have just custom workouts as well that, you know, your reps and sets, that sort of thing. So mm -hmm. I have a big variety that I can kind of switch them between if they're starting to get bored with their workouts, be like, hey, what are your goals? Where do we want to progress? Okay, if you want something like this, then we got to go to like, don't just push play and follow along. You know, you need your weights, you need this, you need that. So when we're coaching, especially, online a lot of these people are working out from home so if they don't have the equipment then okay how do we keep them right. you know moving forward and progressing right yeah definitely can be some some tough spots there do you see a big difference um or any way you th i'm just i'm just trying to think out loud here to keep people longer than a year online because i know in-person in clients we can have them for forever right so yeah. anything that you're thinking about or ways you've tried to extend that life that life cycle of clients online something I'd be interested to hear about for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So for my, um, coaching program, I do plan on doing, I, I find that people like, like courses and like little snippets of programming and sorry, my son's going to talk to us for a second. I'm on a phone call, buddy. Can I come out and help you in a few minutes? I'm giant. Okay, you're giant hungry. Go eat some of your noodles and find a bagel and I will come and help you in a minute. Thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Stay at home, mom life. I'm just gonna shut the door yeah. one sec. Go ahead, um, go ahead. So what I find that people like definitely is, you know, little snippets of challenges. So I do plan on offering eight-week refreshers for anyone who's completed my 12 or six month course because they but only for people who've already done that base work because wanting to stay away from like that diet culture from those extremes like oh it's a challenge I have to like go all in and you know um but yeah so that's kind of my plan there is if you've finished the 12 or the six month coaching or gone beyond that then we can keep you going on like here's eight weeks right like that's all you're committing to and then after eight weeks it's pretty easy to be like okay here's another eight weeks and here's another eight weeks keep it going you know, I'm sure once yeah. they get started and doing it, you know, and they're work, working with a coach that they really like and and that relationship is there, like, you need to go, right? It's, it's still a relationship business at the end of the day. So it's like, yeah, you just, you just have to build that in a different way than we do in person. So, so compared to like your in-person, let's go back to the in-person people we have now. 
what are we looking <laughs> about if your husband says you're going to have another brick and mortar here you know what's the next year for the for the in-person part of your business going to look like where do you want that to go and what's kind of your thought process and, and plan for that over the next 12 months um over the next 12 months i would you know what at this point i'd just be happy with you know, staying consistent and staying open for 12 months and not being told that I have to shut down for any reason. Right. Uh, that would be great. Uh, but uh, in regards to maintaining, you know, a clientele base, the a big thing that I'm really trying to focus on is that work-life balance that we are really not good at as entrepreneurs no. because... <laughs> um, you get an opportunity and you want to run with it. That's what I found our headspace just goes in. It's like, Hey, something's here and I could make something of this. So we try to, or we do and we succeed and then we burn out. So, um, my goal is to remind myself that I am doing a combo of in-person and online to have that better balance, to not feel like I have to be working from 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. sometimes until 9, and then like again yeah. from 4 p.m. till 9 p.m. Just yeah. because I can doesn't mean that that's what I want to be doing. <laughs> right. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, so I think that's the goal is to stay focused yeah. on what's working um, stay true to my value and my price point and not feel like, well, if I were a little cheaper, I'd get more people or, you know, that, uh, that constant struggle of, you know, okay, how do we price ourselves? How do we, we value ourselves and not overdo it in our line of work? Yeah, it makes sense. And it's, it's easy to do, right? It's easy to, to say yes to everything and to get burnout and it happens in this industry so much. So like, uh, if we burn the candles at both ends, we're definitely going to get burned out sooner than later, for sure. So just to know, just to keep those principles and to know what you want and to have a, a clear vision of your why is super important, obviously. Um, Caitlin, I want to yeah. go back. Uh, one more question for you. In regards to the online, because sure. I think there's just so much opportunity in the online coaching space in a way to just impact so many, other, so many, so many lives, you know, like almost 10x that multiple as we do in person. How have you best attracted um, clients online? utilizing the same things through stories on Facebook or Instagram reels. Has that been the best way that you have um, marketed to get new clients just through your online coaching program? Yes. So I found that um, Instagram reels and um, stories have been kind of yeah. the, the biggest backbone for that. And also not being afraid to reach out to the people that are interacting with you. Like yeah. if they're commenting on your stuff, if they're liking your stuff, like just shoot them a message. They, will be thrilled to hear from you, right? Yeah. They clearly are following you and they like what you're saying. And to you, you're somebody who's online every day. If they don't know you in person, it's kind of neat to connect with somebody who you can relate to and that, you know, you're um, looking up to or listening to advice from and they trust you. So shooting them a message to just even just be like, hey, so you like my stuff. Do you have any questions, right? Like if uh, yeah. you want to hear about what I do, how can I help you? Right. For sure. Yeah, for sure. No, it's definitely where it's at. Like putting yourself out there, like you said, they're obviously following you, liking and interacting. So it just takes us that little extra step to, to gain them as a client. Um, so powered by you coaching, Caitlin, um, what, 
how do you define success with this company? I know we're, we're focused on helping women in, in a full spectrum of health. Like what does success mean to you through this business? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I, I used to define success as, you know, a certain metric or a certain number, or a certain target that I'd have to reach uh, financially every month. And I think at this point in the game with the, where I'm at is success to me is knowing that I am doing the best I can to help whoever essentially needs it and feeling that, um, what's the word? feeling that impact, like knowing that there's change, knowing that people are actually implementing the things that we're teaching them and knowing that there is a, um, a life being changed by helping someone else get healthy in a way that they didn't know was possible before. I think that's the biggest thing is when you see somebody do something that they're like, I couldn't do this when I started, like I couldn't move or I, you know, there's no way on earth I was ever going to be drinking, you know, two liters of water a day. And now I'm just like crazy hydrated and I have so much energy. And uh, with uh, one of the biggest feedbacks I got from my coaching program was like, this needs to be taught in every single school. Like everybody needs to know this. It's basic life skills yes. that, we forget about because it just gets so wrapped up in all the other shoulds in the world. So success to me is knowing that I've had an impact and seeing that impact in my clients and consistently, you know, getting more clients out of it in an authentic way, right? Yeah, Not feeling like I have to go beyond my value system to um, get new people. Yeah, for sure. It makes total sense. I think that's awesome. Uh, just serve more people, impact lives and make them healthier. It's a great, a great thing that we get to do in this fitness space, you know, in this coaching yeah. space. So, yeah. I love that. And I appreciate that answer. Kind of threw that one at you. And uh, that was, <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good answer. So uh, that was great. Kaylin, uh, where, where can the listeners check you out on all your social media, your website, where can we find you? Yeah. So you can find me on uh, Facebook. My Facebook page is powered by you. My Instagram handle is Kate, K-A-I-T dot powered by you. My website is powered by you coaching.com. Awesome. I love it. I love it. So yeah, everybody go check Caitlin's pages out and uh, we appreciate you for coming on today and sharing your story and we wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Austin. It's been great. Got it. And to the listeners, we appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for future episodes. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. 
Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is the one and only Jackson Yates out of Tennessee. What's going on, Jackson? How are you, man? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Always good, man. It's good to be here. It's a Monday. We're having some fun, and it's early, but let's get after it, man. Uh, Look, we're excited to have you on here, and now before we dive into the nitty-gritty of what you have going on at your facility, uh, first tell us a little bit about how you describe your business to people, and what made you get started in the first place? Um, I fell in love with CrossFit uh, probably around like four years ago. Um, it was a gym outside of our town um, and that I was traveling through for work. I started going there in the mornings. Um, I was kind of an early AM crew and really fell in love with it. Um, it. I immediately came to recognize like, hey, this is something that um, needs to be established in our local community. I think it's a need and I think it would do well. Um, and I, it could help like have the potential to change people's lives. Yeah, I love that. I love that you mentioned that question about changing lives because mm-hmm. you genuinely are, you know, you're, you're making it such an impact, whether you realize it or not mentally and physically, uh, you're really, really changing people's lives. And I love that portion of that. And, uh, and Jackson, let me ask you this, man. So um, if, if I was a member, uh, what services, what options would I have to choose from as far as services go? Um, yes, yeah, so we do. Um, we have memberships for the gym, uh, personal training services. Um, we do have a nutrition uh, consultant and um, what else? Supplements. Uh, we sell shirts. We, uh, you know, have a, have a try to try to capture as many people as possible, um, you know, with uh, with our services. Totally. Yeah. And that, that's, that's, I think that's awesome. I think that's great to have that versatility in all different directions. It's almost like a one-stop shop for whatever you need. I think that's great. Um, yeah. and, and how many members are you guys at currently? Uh, we're a smaller gym right now. We have about 70 members. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'll use myself as an avatar again. So, um, and if I came into to mountain city, right. And I was like, Hey, I want to join. I'm ready to rock. Let's go. Uh, what would I have to pay on, on average to get started? Um, most people are on our unlimited membership. Um, it's a hundred dollars for per month. Um, we do have a three time per week membership for 80. Um, so, you know, typically entrance fee would be around $80. We do allow for, you know, first class free, we sell attendance packs as well. Um, but I would say, you know, you're paying around eight to $10 per class. Cool. That's great. Yeah. And I think that always gives options. I mean, I think people will see the value in the unlimited. Of course, I think that's why most people probably do do it. Um, but having the options, I think is always cool too, just because it's like, Hey, like, you don't have to do that. There's this, but get the biggest bang for your buck if you do that. Exactly. Um, and that's great. I mean, I go to CrossFit gym as well over here and I think that it's the same kind of concept. Um, and, and let me ask this, take a step back here. Right? Cause I know what kind of services you provide, what you're doing there, but how do you go about finding new clients uh, I mean, we're active in our community. A lot of it is word of mouth. Um, we do some uh, social media marketing, but not a ton of it. Um, you know, it's something I probably should get into more. Um, we hold, you know, like free community events, um, like community workouts. Uh, Murph, you know, is always a big event every year where we have people come out. Um, yeah, and we're, I think a lot of our coaches and a lot of our staff are active in the community. And so we're always out meeting people like at baseball games, at church, um, you know, uh, at different different events, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, totally. And I guess uh, one question I always like to ask is, is what would be your your maximum capacity, right? Like where would you, if you, if traffic was unlimited, where would you guys kind of be like, hey, this is too much for us? How many members would that look like for you guys? Um, I would say like probably hundred anywhere between 150 to 200 members. Like ideally I would like to get to the 100 mark. Uh, I think that that would be a really, it would make the gym very strong. Um, but yeah, so those are the yeah. goals. Yeah, totally. And I, I know, I know you mentioned that you, you're looking to dive more into social media marketing, but is there any other unorthodox methods or maybe other common methods that you do do that you would recommend others as far as, as other than obviously word of mouth? I think a lot of gym owners work off of word of mouth, but like mm -hmm. flyers or, or anything out yeah, of order um, that has worked well for you. <laughs> honestly, so I, we've never done anything like that, but I wouldn't even be opposed to it. You know, maybe we should have been doing that. I don't know, man, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean there's so many avenues you could go really i think it's, Man, we, it's we set up at, we set up at farmers markets you know like we set up at uh like a booth you know um oh, yeah just to meet people you know like that's what it's all about is we try to create a personal connection um you know obviously i can't be there to coach them every single class um but i want them to know that you know we've provided a facility that that they can uh you know, like that is fully functioning from, you know, uh, a grandmother, you know, grandmother can work out there and feel comfortable as well as like a, a student athlete, you know? Totally. I love that where it's, it's a home for everybody. Right. Like, yeah. I think that's great. So you want nobody, like, it doesn't matter if you're from here or from there, if you're doing this, you're doing that, like, this is the place for you. I, I think that's great. The broader, the better. Um, and so, and uh, let me ask you this, Jackson, um, let, let's take a step back from clients and even let's go to the, the beginning of it. Right. So if I'm, I'm a lead. I'm interested in joining. I didn't sign up just yet, or I'm a little like, mm, I don't know. Um, walk me through the client journey, right? From, from interest to the sales process and then actually signing up. What does that look like for you guys? Um, it, it's, it's super simple. Um, I mean, we have, like I said, we allow, um, you know, first class for free. Often they'll come in for, you know, like maybe the free class or an event that we're coming uh, that we've had. Uh, they come to the gym, you know, meet some of the coaches and, you know, there's always a conversation involved there. We show them around the gym. Um, and then from there, you know, they can sign up for classes one by one, like through our website, or they can buy memberships through our website. Um, and, you know, generally then they're incorporated, you know, we, we obviously take special care of them the first few weeks um, that they're coming into class to, uh, you know, show them the skills and, um, movements that we're going to be performing, um, and obviously keep them scaled for a little while, uh, <laughs> while they're still learning. But, um, yeah, so I'd say within, you know, within a month or so, they're kind of like fully incorporated into the gym culture and, you know, feel comfortable in, in the movements, um, that kind of stuff. But as far as actually signing up, it's really simple. We have everything just through our website. Uh, we can do it in person too, if needed, but that's, uh, that's, what's worked well for us. Yeah, like an ease of access. I think, I think a lot of gym owners try to go for the, uh, for lack of a better term, the sexy avenue, but not the simple avenue. I think simple always outbeats sexy. You know, if you just make it easy, where it's like, hey, this, 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 and this, you just you're good. I think that's the best process for anybody. Um, and what I want to do, Jackson, I want to kind of turn the table and, and kind of let you self reflect on yourself here, right? So, uh, in business, there's about five pillars that we always use, but in in the gym industry or fitness industry. We typically use three more often than any, and that's lead generation, which is your marketing, uh, your sales, which is your lead acquisition, and then your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer and getting them to buy more from you. 
Um, of those three, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Uh, I guess lead generation. Um, you know, so we're in a very small town. Like, uh, I think there's uh, seven, like 7,000 people in our town, you know, so it's relatively small. Um, and so finding people that value their fitness or are in the place in their life where they want to make a change um, is important to us. And so getting the word out to them that, hey, like we're a place that you that we can we can assist you in your journey um, is, uh, I think, is key. You know, retention, most of the members that we see that have came in, um, they stay like they 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 love what we offer um they love the community aspect of it and so the those same like the same core group that we started with you know back in 2020 is is still going strong today you know we obviously we've lost a few people due to covid and um that kind of stuff but uh, i feel like lead generation is probably our weakest link right now yeah, and, and one thing I didn't mention earlier, but a big, big kudos to you, big props to you, Jackson, on on starting right right during prior to the pandemic. You know what I mean? I think that's something to to not shy away from. I think that's an amazing thing to see that you've succeeded from that point where a lot of people were such fear. You know what I mean? It just gave up or whatever it is, but you've made it through the worst trial. You know what I mean? The worst tribulation. Yeah. So. I think uh, I think that really goes to show how tight into the community you do have and how strong of a business you've built. You know, I think that's awesome, man. So so congratulations to that, Jackson, seriously. Um, and on the topic of retention, Jackson, um, how do you guys go about tracking uh, new members versus exiting members? Um, you know, how long do they say, like, how do you guys track that? Uh, we have a gym management uh, software. We use the Tribe. Uh, we've been really happy oh, with that. Nice. I like yeah. the reporting. Yeah, that's a pretty common one that uh, gyms use today. Um, but yeah, the, I think that they do a great job and it really helps us to kind of understand um, where, if we're losing members, if we're gaining members, what are, you know, some of the revenue projections, that kind of stuff. Um, it all does really well. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's great to have a system in place. I think a lot of gym owners kind of don't put an emphasis on, on that as often as you would think. Uh, I think tracking is, is, is the biggest key to, to get into that success rate, you know? And I think if you do that correctly, you have a CRM, you have a software, whatever it is, I think that's great. I think that's awesome because again, not to believe in other numbers, you know? So to know that, I think that's awesome. Um, and last two questions for you here, Jackson, man. Um, you know, for, for you or for, for Mountain City, what would you say is, is the bigger picture for you guys? Like what's the, the overarching goal? What do you guys want to accomplish? Um the goal starting out uh, was to, you know, create a community and create a space uh, based on functional fitness that, you know, didn't take uh, into consideration, you know, all, all the elements uh, uh, that, um, that divide us, you know what I'm saying? And uh, just to be kind to people and hopefully change their lives and create, uh, you know, a space where they can live healthy lives and uh and do it in community you know yeah. I, I feel like um give me give me that question again man i'm sorry like yeah what's no, like, the, what's the, like, like the long-term goal here yeah the bigger picture yeah. even in, in your opinion you know not just for Monty, yeah. but just for you oh right um man that's that's a, that's a deeper question i suppose um <laughs> the bigger picture for me like so so fitness and um 
fitness is a passion, right? For, for myself. It's like, I never viewed it as a way that I was going to like become rich. You know, like I, I plan on and, and, and work diligently outside of the fitness industry um, to provide for my family and that kind of stuff. And so the gym, the way I've always tried to describe it in my mind was like a community, um, like a way that I can give back to the community. Um, as long as it's paying for itself, as long as it's uh, sustaining um, and people find value in what we've built, then I'll be happy. Um, and I, and my, and I, I had no intention of, of taking, taking a lot of money from that gym, as long as I can continue to buy new equipment um, and, and, and make it worth the time and effort that I put into it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, um, I think that really goes to show how, how genuine of a person you are too, man. I think it speaks a, a lot on that because you already knew from the jump that it wasn't for financial gratification, that you weren't looking to do this to, to get over on people or to, to make huge profit. You know that you were there to genuinely change lives. And I think that's why you've built such a tight-knit community because people can feel that. You know, I think oftentimes, you know, you'll go to these, I'm not going to name anybody specifically, go to corporate gyms and sometimes you feel like, wow, like we're just looking at me as a dollar sign. But when you walk into your facility, I can tell these people feel like they feel like a person and you're treating them like a person. So yeah, I, awesome. I hope I hope that that's the way they feel, you know, like, because you don't start a, a CrossFit gym in a small community like this and expect to make a million dollars a year out of it. You know, it's like, it's just one of those things. Um, I felt like it was a need in the community. So we started it. That's awesome, man. That's awesome stuff, man. I seriously, especially again, starting right there in the beginning of 2020. I mean, if that's not accomplishing it, if that's not doing it, I think, I don't know what is. Uh, mm-hmm. And then one last question for you here, Jax, before we sign out. And this is a tough one, man, because we had some guy, uh, it's like two weeks ago, where I asked him the question, and he walked out of the room for about 10 minutes to think about it. So, <laughs> just be sorry, right. you got to think about it, take your time. Okay, um, okay. So, you know, if you can go back in time, right, and, and meet Jackson when he was just starting the gym, uh, what's that one piece of advice that you would tell him at that time before starting or right as you were starting the gym? Um, I would have said like, find a good team, you know, just to, to start it with, like um, we've built a team now, right? I feel like that's, that's number one. We built a team now that, um, that finds value in the gym that, uh, you know, takes ownership in the gym and as, as their own. And that's, you know, what we want. Um, but starting out, like I kind of made it about myself or uh, felt like I was the guy that had to do everything. Um, and so it's kind of been like a learning experience over the past two and a half years of like stepping away from like um, certain aspects of the business just for my own sanity. And so that I can like, you know, focus on my family, focus on other businesses um, and allow the gym to become what I wanted it to become in the first place. Well, that's awesome, man. And I think I think for all the, the new gymers listening to that, I think that's major because I feel like as an, an entrepreneur, as someone starting their business, you almost feel obligated to do to be the guy, you know, to be the one who is running everything, not for any egotistical purposes, but just because you want it to be run your way. And it's hard to trust people to do it your way when they haven't done it, you know, and yeah. it's a firm belief that no one's going to do it better than yourself. Am I right? So I think that's, I think that's amazing to be able to let go and give the confidence to other people is huge. 
Um, and honest, man, I think, look, Jackson, I think I, unfortunately, it's a pretty good place to start wrapping things up. And I think that was a great way to finish it out. But let me ask you this, Jackson, you know, please, man, uh, where can we find more about you? Where can people find some of the gym? Like, what's your Instagram, Facebook, anything you got, man? Shout it out, please. Yeah, man. Um, you can find us online. Uh, CrossFit Mountain City is the uh, Mountain City gym. Um, my personal is just Jackson Lee Yates. Um, I post a lot of like family content, some some stuff about working out. Uh, I used to, that's kind of how I gained a following was I used to post a ton of just fitness content. And uh, I, would, I do, did these challenges that were like fairly extreme. I did a handstand every day for a year and did, uh, did a, I worked out in some aspect every day for a year, just like consistency challenges more than anything. Um, and then, you know, uh, but here lately it's more family stuff. So, but they're free to follow me or the gym or uh, anything else that, that they'd like. Jackson, man, thank you so much. Like we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast and look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you're interested in joining us, talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you as soon as possible. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.